guys, we fucked up. <laughs> oh my god. We just made the rookie mistake and sat here and had an enthralling, enriching conversation for an hour and 20 minutes, only to realize that not a lick of it recorded. And this is why we need three people. And this is why we are useless. And you know, after, and it's funny because in the original, we were talking about how good we were at the computer. We're like, we figured it all out. Oh. And here we are. Yeah, it was crazy. I went over there and I was like, "Ooh, an hour twenty-one." I hit stop. And where's where's the where's the content? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what have we been doing? <laughs> um, so this episode now is probably going to be a little bit shorter because <laughs> I simply do not have the stamina to talk for another hour and twenty minutes. Yeah, but we'll just pretend like that hour and twenty-one minutes was awful, just yeah. so terrible, scrapped. I never want to think about it again. So we're just going to run through what we had uh, off off the top of the dome. <laughs> and we're going to pretend like we didn't just have this conversation. Yeah, It's going to be fun. It's going to be a great time. <laughs> Honestly, that was just like a good warm up, right? <laughs> like an extended warm up. Definitely. I feel great. Yeah. I feel awesome. <clears throat> My vocal cords are ready. Um, okay. So welcome back again. <laughs> We've been gone for the last two-ish weeks, we decided. Um, yeah whatever end of july was my birthday then we had molly's bachelorette party mm -hmm. um so we've been a little busy and we've had a few new followers lately a lot of which are my coworkers. <laughs> welcome if you're listening mildly mortifying but it is what it is and if this is your first episode this has never happened before <laughs> we had one episode last do you remember the one last year yes. from spain that we did at my house and the audio was so <laughs> bad and you know what podcasting not as easy as they make it look is it recording yes i was just <laughs> sure we're keeping a close eye on that shit now yeah that is embarrassing because i can hold i can see it so i don't know why i wasn't looking i guess there was nothing to look at you live and you learn <laughs> um so yeah welcome to all of my company also, we had a brush with Dumois. Yeah. Um, we did get reposted onto their account. Do you mm -hmm. want to talk a little bit about that? I will do that. So basically, Dumois posted, um, someone said that they, uh, with the, on their Sunday spotted, that they always do on Sundays, that they spotted Lewis Hamilton with his son holding hands, hmm. um, walking into some random place, um, along with someone who was wearing a Lewis Hamilton shirt. So, obviously, this person knows who Lewis Hamilton is because <laughs> it was on his shirt and maybe there was a picture. So, like, we know that that's him. But who is this child? Right. I don't think it's his. Um, and so I reposted it and said the stroke I had trying to read this, <laughs> whatever. And Dumois reposted it and said, okay, maybe a nephew. Uh, <laughs> Google him. Like, he does have a niece and a nephew. I don't think anyone would confuse it for Your his son, though. Your source is unreliable. Right. Um, so, anyway, love Dumois. So, if you're from if you're from that, welcome. Yes, we are big followers. Yes. Um, now, with that being said, if you are listening to this podcast, first of all, thank you. But also, if you are not following our Instagram, it is hurting my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, it's personal. We have 1,500 TikTok followers. Slay. Go yeah, off. which is amazing. But I feel famous. <laughs> we have... Hardly 300 on Instagram. It's just, you know, when my coworkers, for example, find my Instagram and it has a measly 200 and something followers, it's like, oh, my personal Instagram has more than that. Yes, I have more clout than my podcast, <laughs> which is a global sport. It's insane. And so what's going on? Because I know we're not the problem. Yeah, it's not <laughs> us. I don't know. 
I don't know. Um, so if you're listening right now and you're not following us on Instagram, please, please, pretty, pretty, please do so. Um, we're honestly kind of funny on there. And we spoke before. Unfortunately, it was not recorded <laughs> about how, you know, we're not going to flood your feed. Right. We post just enough mm-hmm. to leave you wanting more. Because nothing is more annoying than like getting on Instagram and like, you know, the F1 account posts like 30 times a day. Like, no, you'll be able to find our post from last week. Just and they'll give you a little giggle. In the blink of an eye. Yeah. yeah. So what what is there to lose, really? Give us a follow. Mm-hmm. Um, we also had a request um, uh, for an episode topic that was to talk about 2010's F1 drama. And while I greatly, greatly, greatly <laughs> appreciate the request, um, we, we did look into this a little bit, and it is very broad. Yeah, it's just, it's too broad. Like, if you look up 2010's F1 drama, it's basically just a bunch of race stuff, which isn't bad, but it's like, I need to know what about the race stuff makes it drama right like i need something more specific to look into maybe like two specific drivers from a specific year Mm -hmm. or some specific races or something like that so if you have any more information that would be great of course we could dig for that ourselves but i don't think i know enough to even know what to search for no and i will say we did go into the 2007 lewis fernando drama in episode two of the season Mm -hmm. so go give that a listen if that's what you're looking for um that shit is crazy yeah and we also recommend another podcast in that episode that does a deep dive that actually knows what they're talking about we will not tell you what it is now we will make you go go to that one yeah and guess what (laughs) on spotify for podcasters i can tell if you listened (laughs) (laughs) so get on that yes um and then some more personal things what we've been up to so max is at the beach which is obviously why our recording did not record because he is the recorder (laughs) he presses the button and makes sure it keeps recording and how dare he take a week off right it's honestly (laughs) it's appalling i don't know like who signed his vacation i don't not me me. (laughs) i didn't give him i didn't (laughs) give him pto that's for sure (laughs) um and so anyway but since he's gone i've been trying to watch things on my watch list i gave a very detailed list earlier but um basically i've just been watching a lot of movies um i started the bear which i've really been wanting to watch and i also am going to finish daisy jones and the six so quite the undertaking yes um and then i also had my bachelorette trip last weekend it was really fun and we got this you know bartending service to come to our airbnb and it's called the batch bar Honestly, if they have it in your city or a city that you're going to, you should do it. It's like kind of expensive, but super fun. They make you drinks. If you have a big group, it's totally worth it. Yeah. And they play drinking games with you. It was super fun. They play music. They'll let you play your music. Um, They were really nice. We even got some tea on one of the guys like love life. Yeah, it was. (laughs) And girls love nothing more than to talk shit. Yeah. So it was amazing. Yeah. Totally worth it. Uh, Like you could do it for a birthday party. Yeah. It's anything. It's a lot of fun. And they left us with these hot pink cups, which I don't think we kept them, but really cute. It could be reused (laughs) if you're interested. Yes. Um, Yeah. It was a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, it was a good time. It, It was like it's a weird concept, but it, w- it was fun. Yeah. If you're like a little apprehensive, just you need to. It's definitely like you have to make sure that the people there are going to enjoy it and have fun. You don't want everyone to be weird and right and strange. <laughs> but the good thing is, is there's alcohol to loosen you up a little bit. Exactly. So 
and it's like nothing it's not like it's nothing bad is gonna no. happen if you wanted them to sit on the couch across from you and have a conversation if you, with you they would yeah if you don't want them to look at you or speak to you i don't think that they would yeah they'd just be making their money yeah <laughs> um yeah but it was a good time um and we had a lot of fun my only update this makes me sound really fucking boring <laughs> Um, is that I was trying to find something new to watch on Netflix and, you know, just an easy summertime watch. And then I found something quite literally called summertime. Um, perfect. I know. I was like, this is for me. Uh, watched the little preview. It's an Italian TV show, but I watched it with English subtitles. So no biggie. (laughs) We can all read here. Exactly. (laughs) I am literate. I like to think, um, but put it on and I watched the trailer totally normal seems like just a teenage drama type deal put the show on not three minutes into the first episode i am watching moto gp race and i'm like hang on a second <laughs> this is not what i was signing up for no. what's going on yeah um it turn- follows you everywhere turns out it's a major plot point <laughs> in the show <laughs> so um and it's not a bad show i have continued to watch but i was like cut i just can't escape motorsport literally it must be in my veins at this point <laughs> um and even weirder the main guy who does the racing looks like max futrell yeah and that was also a shock to say the least and we are sure that it's not him yes we so are sure confirmed it's not him it's someone else <laughs> did look into it maybe they're distantly related that could be it wouldn't shock me no um maybe if max has an italian cousin yeah, Could these are the him. things we need to know. Like, yeah. Lando, mm-hmm. why do we not know this? And you are welcome to be a guest on the pod <laughs> at any time. <laughs> that is an invitation. <laughs> um, now, in our unrecorded conversation, we did a quick recap of the Belgian Grand Prix. Um, and when I say brief, I mean brief. And even that was too much. <laughs> um, Therefore, <laughs> recap, it rained a lot. Pierre and Oscar were on the podium in the sprint. Go off Kings. And Max won. Yes. Which I think is kind of all you need to know. Honestly. I think that covers it. Yeah. Um, And so then we'll move right along to our pop culture (laughs) news. I literally feel like I'm losing my mind (laughs) saying the same thing again. I know. Part of me is like, should I say the same things that I said before? Or that does that feel too like scripted? I'll laugh and support. (laughs) I support that because I'm about to do the same thing. Right. New in pop culture, (laughs) Ariana Grande has cheated. Well, first of all, she's separated from her husband. Right. But we've learned that it's because she cheated on him with Fugly Spongebob. (laughs) (laughs) Who is married and has a child, a small baby child. Mm -hmm. Like, fresh. Fresh. (laughs) Um, So that's kind of been all the talk the last few weeks. Um, You know, we said it before that maybe Ariana has been giving us these warning signs for maybe years. Maybe years. Maybe since like Big Sean era. Yeah. And we've just chosen to ignore them. Um, No, she definitely did because she stole Big Sean from Naya Rivera. Mm-hmm. And she, I don't know if she like wrote a book and like talked about it or whatever. Damn. Yeah. She said something about it. And we've be- just been turning a blind eye. Mm-hmm. Shame on us. Hating Victoria Justice. <laughs> All For the while. For nothing. <laughs> Anyways. And so this has led me to my theory that Daniel Ricardo is in his Ariana Grande era. Yes. And to which you might be wondering, what the fuck are you talking <laughs> about? Don't worry, I'll get you there. Um, we have the Red Bull situation. We have Max, Checo, Daniel, who was their third driver until he got his seat when Nick 
got the boot. Mm -hmm. And in this situation, obviously, Daniel's Ariana and Max is SpongeBob because he's the man in the middle and he's happily married to Checo. They have this baby that is the World Drivers (laughs) Championship that they earn together. And Daniel was just the innocent third driver. Right. He went on some dinner dates with them. I bet they went to the movies a time or two together. And next thing you know, he's knocking on Max's door looking for a seat. (laughs) (laughs) And And Max can't say no, can he? He 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 can't say no to Daniel. No, there is just something about Daniel that takes over. He puts Max in a trance. (laughs) Um, Now, has Daniel secured that spot yet? No. Not quite. But he is well on his way. Mm -hmm. And pop queens like Ariana do not give up. (laughs) No. They don't back down. No, they never will. (laughs) So (coughs) there you have it. That's my connection. But then I was also considering the Red Bull seat for next year. Maybe Checo's not going to be as easy to push out as they think, because according to Crofty, he brings in so much sponsorship money and 65% of all online Red Bull merch is sold to Mexico. Mm Mm-hmm. So Checo is a little bit of a cash cow. He is. Yeah, he just kind of sits there. He does decent and everyone loves him. Um, And like I said, Mexico, huge country compared to all of the tiny little random European countries. And Max is not the most loved man on earth. Like that is just a fact. It can feel like it, but he's not. (laughs) And so it definitely makes sense that, you know, 65% of all of their sales are sold to Mexico because... Checo has a huge following. He's the only Mexican driver. Um, And it's a big place. There's a lot of people. So um, I think that Daniel could possibly offset that because Daniel is America's sweetheart. Literally. So, like, if he went back to Red Bull, America would go crazy. Australia would go crazy. All of his famous friends would go crazy. Mm -hmm. It's just like, I honestly, unfortunately, Red Bull is just in a (laughs) win-win situation. They can't lose. Yeah. No matter what they do. They have all the options in the world. Yeah. Um, so we'll just have to stay tuned and find out. Um, next on the list, we have Steph Curry on stage with Paramore, to which that was a beautiful sight, <laughs> and he killed it. He did so good. We were saying, had somebody not told us that was Steph Curry, we would have maybe just thought it was a devoted fan. Yeah. But I've been like, how did they get him on stage? Like, what is the purpose? That's a big dude. Yeah. <laughs> but regardless, he killed it. Mm-hmm. And now I need to know who is going to be on stage with Paramore next from the Formula One grid. Yeah. Um, now, I did also learn that Haley Williams has some kind of lung thing going on. They just canceled their last yeah. shows. How many shows did they cancel? They had like three more, I think, in oh, the that's U.S. That's not too bad, but that's awful. Yeah. So she has to recover. Um, so I'm going to pretend in my head that had they not been canceled, maybe a Daniel would have shown up and, and sung Misery Business with her. I do think Daniel would maybe be one of the only ones to go on stage with Paramore specifically. I yes. think other artists... You know, there could be some other drivers in the mix, but definitely for Paramore, I think Daniel. Yeah, I I was shocked. At, did you grow up on Paramore? Uh, yeah, I listen to Paramore. Me too. Yeah. And like, I'm not going to say I know every song, right. but I know a fair bit of Paramore. I saw them at Bonnaroo. There were people who were like, I don't think I know a single <gasps> Paramore song. And I was like, what rock do you live under? Well, especially like back in the day, because like that kind of music was all over the radio. So and like, it was what huge. were you listening yeah. to? And like, I understand not knowing every song. Right. Like, but like the popular ones, at least. Yeah. Like, hello. They had bangers. I know. 
Um, so yeah, interesting. But glad to see that <laughs> Steph Curry can recognize talent. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we had some some pregnancy announcements and speculation. Mm-hmm. Speculation being Haley Bieber. Yes. Um, you know, we talked about hand placement. Yes. How that kind of you know is a line of separation maybe between I'm with child. And I had a big lunch. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, there have been some suspicious photos of her, in which case I don't really care if she's pregnant. Great. If not, great. I personally think they should not procreate, but that is just my personal opinion. <laughs> Inevitably, I know they will, though. Yes. <laughs> and it was on my bingo card for this year. So if right. it happened right now, I would not be upset. Um so I guess we'll find out that like surely they have to confirm it at some point, right? Yeah, definitely. I guess they could pull. Was it Kylie Jenner that didn't announce she was pregnant until she had the baby and mm-hmm. then it was just there? Yeah, I feel like she is like honestly like kind of a different level of famous and like I think I don't know. I think that Haley Bieber goes out too much. Yeah, that's true. Like I think if she stopped going out, it would be weird. Suspicious. I feel like Kylie was like a little more low key. That's true in general. And then most importantly, <laughs> our close personal friends that we've never met, <laughs> Kelsey and Cody Co. Mm-hmm. have announced they are pregnant. Yeah. And I could not be more thrilled. I know. It was honestly a shock finding that out. I was like, am I reading this correct? Which I don't know why it was such a shock because like they're in their 30s and married. So like they just like, I guess to me, they like don't really, they never seemed like people who like would have kids not in a bad way um but like because i don't know them personally i wouldn't know if they like wanted kids or not but she was a teacher so she she probably likes kids that's i've not listened to her podcast she may be like they're terrible but (laughs) in which case same yeah um yeah so that's very exciting we love them dearly um we love tiny meat gang podcast studio so Mm -hmm. if you're listening we are trying to get picked up by them that would be unsuccessful at the moment they don't yet have oh i was gonna say they don't yet have an all-female podcast but now brooke has her own but that's just one female and there are two of us yeah so balance it out a little bit here we need the representation we definitely need more ladies exactly yeah hello (laughs) um i think connor might count as more of a lady (laughs) that's true (laughs) um nonetheless we would love to be involved so hit our line (laughs) um okay back to formula one we have some wag news and the first is that Carlos has a new girlfriend. And if you haven't seen <laughs> the horrible, low-quality paparazzi-like photos that we've learned are not paparazzi, but they're close personal friends, yeah, where have you been? Um, so this woman <laughs> has been identified as Rebecca Donaldson. <laughs> identified as <laughs> like a dead body or something. Um, yeah, her name is hilarious because what is that? <laughs> um it's just too i guess it's just kind of like she's scottish Mm -hmm. um it so it just kind of gives like very very white person like someone my neighbor could be named that yeah it does not get more average joe than rebecca donaldson (laughs) that's like jane doe (laughs) it is like a dead body (laughs) um scottish model she's beautiful they've Mm -hmm. been spotted i think on the beach they've been spotted on a plane um but yeah it's been questionable because the photos like green eggs and ham <laughs> on a plane on a train in a car in a bar or whatever i don't even in know a bar. <laughs> <laughs> i don't think they were in a bar in dr seuss <laughs> they weren't i didn't remember the words 
Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so they've been spotted all about, really. Um, but these photos that have been taken of them seem to be taken by people that are in their friend group. Mm-hmm. And then they have been sent directly to F1 gossip accounts. Which is so insane. Like, that's not even high profile. Like, they're not sending it to Dumas. That'd be a little bit right. more tasteful, honestly. Yeah. Because Dumas doesn't post until they're, like, out of the whatever, like, F1 Gossip Center or whatever does not care. There are no standards. They're they're posting it immediately with, like, the geotag location or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and also, like, I mean, these drivers are famous enough that, like, they could totally call paparazzi on themselves. Yeah. Like, at least get some high-quality photos. <laughs> right. Shit. It is crazy. I, we talked about this before, but, like, she should definitely like find out who did it and cut them off immediately. I'd be like, you're out. Yeah. Whatever this was, it's over. (laughs) No more. (laughs) Don't call me when you need my rich boyfriend's money. What if it was Kako? (sighs) Honestly, that'd be best case scenario. Please cut him out. I'm (laughs) sick of that man. That's true. It would be best case scenario. He's the worst. Maybe he wants them to fail. So he's like. Maybe he's team Isa. Oh my God. <laughs> we've created something. <laughs> and this is why we're running it back, people. Yep. <laughs> um, I would love that if cousin Carlos and Isa had some kind of pact. That'd be interesting. Because they did date for so long. Yeah. Not the cousin. <laughs> right. Um, but him and Carlos are so close. So Maybe there's some unresolved feelings there. After we stop rolling, I'm going to have to go and see if they follow each other on Instagram. Mm, interesting. Because as we know, in the year of 2023, that is the true test of a relationship. To which this week... <laughs> We've learned that Esteban has unfollowed Elena Berry on Instagram. Yep. And it's been rumored for a while. The tale is all this time. Yeah, <laughs> truly. It's been rumored for a while that maybe they broke up because she kind of stopped coming to the races and we hadn't seen a lot of photos of them. Um, but I think this confirms it. Yep. Seems pretty official. It's Instagram unofficial now. Um, and that's yeah, just the he way he really He stuck it to her. He clicked on her profile and he said, unfollow he had to search her name he did to unfollow her (laughs) or saw a photo she posted and was so repulsed (laughs) that he had to go to her profile and hit unfollow i don't i mean we might follow her i don't know if i've seen any recent pictures of her i don't really scroll through instagram very much but what if she like has a new man what if he's and he's heartbroken yeah oh my god he's torn up he's crying (laughs) oh my god and he just can't do it which is why she still follows him his therapist told him it's time yeah for your own mental health you need to unfollow (laughs) (laughs) because she still follows him so she has no problem seeing his stuff because she's moved on oh t (laughs) complete speculation this is so much better than i know honestly (laughs) we should do this more often (laughs) so that's the new wag news new f1 news Similar to the way Elena kicked Esteban to the curb, <laughs> Alpine has kicked Otmar out. Yep. They said, no more skinny latte orders for you. Yeah. I You're ha- done. I, I hate to see him go. I am sad to see him go. I really liked him. I, I like him, too. Um, he definitely just has this quality about him that just makes him likable. Might be a bit of a hot mess quality. Yeah. He, a little bit relatable. <laughs> can see yourself in him because Gunter's also a hot mess but like in a way that he's maybe a bit unbelievable right whereas Otmar I mean that's about as real as they come mm-hmm. everyone can see a little piece of themselves in Otmar <laughs> and I stand by that definitely um and then we had our first silly season rumors um this season 
is not going to rival last silly season. Mm-mm. The silliest season. The, the silly goose. <laughs> the silly goose season. The silly goose. <laughs> the silly goose is the award that we're giving last season. Mm-hmm. And these are just... I don't think it'll ever be reclaimed, to no. be honest with you, with Oscar Piastri's tweet that damn near broke the internet. <laughs> um, but we do have some rumors flying around this year, and, and these seem to be the most you know credible that we've seen so far because credible a question mark <laughs> because obviously bitches be saying anything literally um so the first being that charles has renewed with ferrari for another two to three years reasonable okay I saw that coming exactly who didn't that man bleeds red yeah like most people but in a different <laughs> way <laughs> um yeah he you know what what other options does he have you could argue red bull but they don't need him right now no um, so where else was he going to go that was going to give him better results? Like nowhere. Ferrari? And he loves that stupid team. Yeah. For, so for all of its flaws. He might be a little bit, maybe it's like kind of like a cult. Mm. Could maybe be. He's kind of like brainwashed a little bit. But that's okay because they're not the worst. They do seem to have that effect. Mm-hmm. And we do talk like they are the worst, but when you take a step back, <laughs> they're really not. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Also, just the fact that their, like, fan base, like, has its own name. Yeah. It's just, it's a little unsettling. And because grown people use this term. Um, and it is just very reminiscent of, like, like, directioners. Or, you know, I don't even know what you'd call any of the others. But they're... Swifties. Swifties. That's a good one. <laughs> I had to mute... Um, tv taylor era and eras honestly smart because i was so fucking sick of the 18 or the 18 the eight wait the 1989 stuff because like the thing was was they everyone knew it was gonna happen and then when it happened everyone acted like not that they didn't know it was gonna happen but like it came out of nowhere i just got off instagram today because every everyone and their fucking mother we're posting that mm-hmm. stupid like graphic and i just can't do it and you know what i actually have another bone to pick while we're on it okay so i saw um coda circuit of the americas i think it was instagram or maybe twitter a picture this week of fan made bracelets mm-hmm. that were f1 related and it was like advertising like make your bracelets before coda to trade with other fans First of all, weird thing to advertise. Like, people yeah. don't need to be prompted to do that. Like, yeah. if I want to make a bracelet and trade it with somebody, I can do that on my own free will. Not because you told me. <laughs> Second of all, all of the comments are the Taylor Swiftification of Formula One. Oh, no. The Swifty influence. Taylor did that. Taylor did not invent friendship bracelets. No. Also, <laughs> have you seen where like rave people are like going in on her, on the Swifties uh, for basically doing the same thing? Yes. And like, here's the thing. <laughs> I could not care less. No. It is a bracelet. Yeah. And I think it's fun. Like, I'm I, totally supportive of it. Like, what a good time. But why is somebody claiming ownership of friendship bracelets? Yeah. A tale as old as time. Yeah. It is crazy, and it's funny because we have these F1 bracelets that I made, and we, like, wear them sometimes, and multiple times have been asked if they're the Taylor Swift bracelets. Mm -hmm. Like, no, they're red and blue and yellow. Anyone (laughs) can put beads on a string. (laughs) Anyone. 
I hate to break it to people. And this is, I mean, this is no hate on like Taylor Swift fans themselves. No. Like I understand it's a thing at Taylor Swift concerts, but you did not invent a bracelet. Yeah. And you're right. Like the EDM rave world, like, cause they do candy. Yeah. It's just not called friendship bracelets. <laughs> and they've been doing that forever. Yeah. And so it was like this whole big thing and. It's just funny because obviously like the Swifties were being like, oh, my God, they're so dramatic about like the rave people. But then they're doing the exact same right. thing with circles. People were hypocrites. Going yep. I can't do it. <laughs> so if you're going to Coda, be sure to get a head start on your Taylor <laughs> Swift bracelets um, or as most people call them bracelets. Yeah, <laughs> just bracelets. <laughs> um, yeah. So. I'm not really sure how we. Go. Oh, I I thought of that because um, Charles wears his like Forza Ferrari like, oh, fan bracelet that yeah. someone made him. He wasn't ready to part with that bracelet, so he has to right. sign the contract. He's like, the minute I want to take this off, I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> the minute it breaks, we're done. It's over. <laughs> There's just one piece of elastic holding me into this. Um, and then we have rumors of Carlos to Audi in 2025. Not baseless rumors because we know that his dad has ties there. And I mean, he's a good driver, Carlos. Yeah. Um, but it does leave us questioning what he's going to do for 2024. Right. Um, because he his contract is up after this year. Mm -hmm. And so there was a tweet. It was in our tweet roundup this week where someone alleges that Ferrari, he's looking to sign with Ferrari um, and the funny part of the tweet was, well, does Ferrari know about this? You mean Mercedes? Yeah, I meant Mercedes. <laughs> I'm tired. Um, <laughs> forgive me. This is the second time I've done this. I know. Um, yeah, so Mercedes. He might sign with Mercedes for one year. But, like, Mercedes is not going to do that. No, Mercedes is too busy sucking Lewis Hamilton's dick. Facts. I, yeah, so I find it hard to believe any team would be willing to take a driver for one year knowing that he already has a contract for the next year because like we're like okay he's bad and then okay he leaves but what if he's good and then he leaves and then that would suck for you and then you'd have to figure your shit out and it's like it's a whole chess game lots of moving pieces and parts and mm -hmm. We don't really know what's going on behind the scenes and everyone's looking ahead probably like a few years in the future. Yeah. Maybe like even more than that. Um, and looking at up and coming drivers, which is the next point. Exactly. So true. Um, Alex Pelu. We'll go with it. <laughs> and I've never heard his name said out loud. So if you want to correct me, go for it. Um, he's gotten some interest from Williams and Alphatari allegedly, but would likely need McLaren's permission to take a contract. Um, and I feel like they say this a lot with these younger drivers that like, oh, they're in talks, they're in talks, which mm -hmm. I don't doubt. Yeah. But I feel like it's not very often that we see them actually sign. Like Oscar was a huge deal yeah. last year. Logan less of a huge deal because like it's a Williams right like it's kind of expected that they're gonna sign younger people because they don't have money to spend <laughs> um but it's something to keep in the back of your mind nonetheless but then it begs the question of well who's gonna be kicked out right like is alfatari expecting daniel to leave and to have someone come in is williams expecting alex to leave although where would alex go which i think alex has a contract yeah and i think he's been pretty open about like 
he's been putting in work for like the 24 and 25 car already so why would he leave the dedication i know honestly king yeah i feel like we're at a point now where alex albon is no longer underrated like people know how amazing he is yeah and yet i still feel like he's underrated yeah just an all-around good person i think yeah he just he it's he's in an unfortunate situation in the williams but his day will come and he's making the best of it definitely which you can't say for everyone on a shitty team no um speaking of shitty teams (laughs) we have alvatari's (laughs) rebrand coming up oh this one is fun and hugo boss is supposedly going to be their new sponsor so they are taking the name or so we've heard (laughs) hugo bulls boss racing which might be the biggest crime against humanity i've ever heard not only is it a tongue twister it just sounds weird and wrong yeah it is i mean it's offensive somehow (laughs) (laughs) i'm like that hurts my feelings a little bit yeah um hugo bulls boss racing but don't worry because twitter has come to the rescue and has so many high quality options we have Toro Basso, Basso Rosso, <laughs> and Mojo Dojo Casa House Racing. Which, at this point, that would be the best one. Yeah. I mean, as far as branding is concerned, if you can get Barbie on board, you can do anything. Oh, my God. Could you imagine Barbie as, like, a, an F1 sponsor? Or maybe it'd just be Mattel, but... Yeah, that would be iconic. Honestly, I'm surprised there's not, like, a NASCAR that isn't already. Maybe there is. Yeah. Who I, knows? I don't know, know enough about it. <laughs> um yeah so that i mean it'll be interesting to see what they do because i feel like the public has had a pretty um public (laughs) (laughs) response that that name sucks yeah and it's just not a good option and hopefully they're listening you'd you'd hope if you know anyone involved in hugo (laughs) boss please please beg them yeah don't do it send a company-wide email yeah it gets to the right person and and we said it before too if they do go with hugo bulls boss racing it is just going to turn back into tor rosso yeah which is much better so much better and so cute it's the most adorable name and no one's gonna just nobody's gonna call it no hugo (laughs) bulls boss racing to jail time to whoever does (laughs) and then once again speaking of alvatari we have the nick devries erasure from the grill the grid videos and this was a tough watch okay because <laughs> we had the most recent grill the grid where they had to place drivers youngest to oldest in which nick was obviously a part of the video when it was filmed he <laughs> still had his seat so he was involved however they refused to let any clips of the drivers saying his name, touching the little thing with his name to put it on the board. They will not include it. It's as if he has fallen off the face of the earth. Yeah. And we were saying earlier, it's like he's done something wrong. Right. It feels like he's done something like criminal. I, like, <laughs> like, like he said a slur or right. something. And <laughs> we, we talked about Nikita Mazepin and like that situation was way worse. Not necessarily his fault but like he was way closer to the situation yes and nick devry was just a bad driver he was maybe just driving a little too safe right (laughs) um but after going back and forth i did point out that maybe there's like something contractually that they just have to do that like he cannot be in the video anymore which Which makes most sense it does make sense um and 
I'm sure that they wanted to put the video out and they probably didn't want it to be weird. And now everyone's commenting. About and it's how weird. weird. It <laughs> yeah, I honestly, that does make the most sense that like they couldn't like somehow be profiting off of using his name or his face or whatever since he's no longer a driver. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it is hard to watch. And it's like, I don't know, I feel like how hard would it have been for it? them to either find a way legally to include him or to like just do a better job of not making it obvious that he was cut out yeah well there has to be more girly grids because i feel like they do them all at the same time well yeah i think they film them all in the first half of the season so that they can release during the summer break yeah um so yeah it'll be interesting (laughs) and we talked a little bit about like the alex pierre red bull situation um but of course we could not remember how that all shook out so i don't know if they had their names like awkwardly removed from anything yeah because i feel like they definitely split the season so alex might have ended like he might have completed the whole season but i genuinely can't remember it's so long ago i know and i'm this is drive to survive brain yeah because we did not we were we not weren't watching at yeah. that point yeah so it's kind of just like imagine if we up. were <laughs> oh my god that'd have been so unstable <laughs> yeah you know what? I thank God every day that I did not discover Formula One when I was like 15. Oh, me too. Because I would be. It'd be life ending. Yeah, I would be a menace to society, <laughs> which I kind of feel like we already are because we have this podcast. But like, at least I feel like we have some boundary. Yeah, we, we are older and more mature and not as crazy. Yeah. And I don't mean to generalize, but I'm going to. <laughs> um. Okay, so that's kind of the the F1 drama all wrapped up with a bow on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and next we have our review of the Gran Turismo movie. The long-awaited. Mm-hmm. Because this movie, I don't know when it was supposed to come out, but now it's not set to come out until like late August. But I got a notification on my phone from the Regal app that there was like maybe like kind of like an early screening, something like that. Um and so we got tickets for it and we it was yesterday insider access on august 9th yes and you know they like they had the red carpet out i mean i had to like dress we wore my, i wore my gown yeah <laughs> um and we were treated like royalty we did not have to wait in line for the concession that's because we did not pay for concessions right because the lines were so long mm-hmm. um and we thought you know are all these people here to see this movie because it was kind of like a special it was only playing that in that night, one theater in one yeah. theater so we were like maybe they're all here to see it no no i think there was a total of <laughs> maybe 17 people <laughs> in the theater including us mm-hmm. um the turnout was unfortunate mm-hmm. um but with that being said we had a great seat yes we did and um we for our first time we don't know <laughs> if maybe this has caught on in other places <laughs> there was screen x yeah and it's basically when they project the movie on all three walls the one in front of you and then the two on your side so it's more like an immersive experience immersive is definitely the word word for that (laughs) um it felt a bit reminiscent to disney soaring if you're familiar yeah same idea um but you're not flying in the air sadly (laughs) you're just on a racetrack yeah um it was really cool. I had, like we said, I had never been in a movie that had that. And it was kind of confusing at first <laughs> because I was like, what the hell's going on? Because they start out with like an ad for it because like it has all the movie stuff. So, you know, the movie's about to start. And then it just like has this weird ad that's like, watch the center screen. Yeah. 
<laughs> and you're like, okay. And then it like, <laughs> yeah, it feels like 3D in a way. Yeah. Of. And then like, you know, it projects on all three sides and you're like, oh, this is really cool. I didn't even get then that it was good. That's how the movie was going to be. Played. Well, I thought that was the start of the movie at first. <laughs> and it was just more like the video, the video game, game piece of it. And I was like, oh, this is sick. <laughs> But it's not, like, consistent. Like, it didn't happen for the entire movie. It was only for certain scenes. Mm -hmm. So it did kind of, like, phase in and out, which, like, was a little distracting at first. But, I mean, obviously, once once I knew what was coming. Right. And, And, like, it was cool with the racing. You kind of feel like you're in there. Yeah. You wouldn't need it in any other situation. I will say one thing about this movie. I didn't say it last time. The drone shots. So much better. So much, but they need to hire whoever did those to do the races. Yeah, yep. because it was so good. And I get that they're filming. They have like a lot more time and they're probably a lot better <laughs> also. But it was just it wasn't nauseating at all. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. And they had a lot of like in the car shots that I didn't think were bad either. But I think that's also because it's like artificial. Like yeah, it's not real. Um. Yeah. So if you're unfamiliar with the story, like I was before I Googled it. <laughs> It is about a real-life man named Jan Martinborough who was a Gran Turismo video game player, simulator player, yeah, driver, <laughs> I guess you could say. Um, and Nissan started this competition of sorts, this program where the top simulator drivers could were invited to this competition boot camp type deal where the fastest best driver would get a contract to drive a real car for a real team. And this is real. This <laughs> happened. This is not made for the movie. Yeah. Um, and Jan Marmborough was this person and he ended up being a really successful driver. He still drives today. I don't know what series, mm-hmm. um, but it's just kind of his story and, and his background and the difficulties he faced when becoming the first virtual driver to be, then go on a real grid and compete with other actual drivers yeah it honestly watching it i was like it's kind of funny like maybe that's why max is as good as he is because that's like kind of all he does in his free time literally and it does play to his advantage in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. um because he you know he's had spent hours and hours on these tracks virtually yeah but still he knows all about the cars like he did not go into it like blind to like anything car related like he knew his stuff Mm -hmm. like crazy and i will say like you know can't say i relate because i've never (laughs) driven a formula one car or any racing car for that matter except for a go-kart right (laughs) um but it seems to me like as long as you lack that fear and hesitation anyone could do it yeah Definitely. And if you've been practicing on a sim for years and years and years of your life, as long as you don't get in the car and get scared, there's no reason you can't do well, it. That's the thing. Everyone. I mean, not everyone. A lot of people drive. Driving is like something that everyone does every day. So like getting in a car and like having to drive is not something like foreign yeah. for someone who's like playing a video game. Right. So it does feel like something they could do. And he does say like physically it's like a lot more demanding than he like imagined. But like that's why you train yeah. like exercise. And yeah. And you have bullshit. a team. Yeah. Right. It was funny. The like shots of them like first like learning because you could. I mean, they did a good job of showing like how they couldn't hold their heads up <laughs> in the car. <laughs> um, and honestly, even at the end, I don't know how they did that. He must have actually been moving because it looked like there was like pressure oh, against yeah. his face like 
I don't know, his cheek. Like, obviously, he had a hel- helmet on, too. But, like, his cheeks were, like, a little... <laughs> his head was rounder, I feel like. He'd be a giant fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but, I mean, we agreed. It was a great movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really good. Great cast. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God, we need to go over it. Yeah. First and foremost, Hopper. <laughs> David Harbour. Second... Arguably my personal favorite. Yeah. Paxton Hall Yoshida. Definitely. And, we, and we've decided we're not going to call him by his actual name because we like Paxton Hall Yoshida much better. Yes. Um, his real name, if you're wondering, is Darren Barnett. And that will be the only time I say it. <laughs> <laughs> um, we had the one and only Jerry Horner, <laughs> Miss Spice Girl. Yes. Ginger Spice herself. And Orlando Bloom. Mm-hmm. And I do not know the name of the kid who played Jan Marmorough, but he did a fantastic job. He was very good. I think his name is Archie something. He killed it. Yeah. It was a very, like, British first name. <laughs> I like that he was kind of a no-name actor. They didn't yeah. pull in, like, a big, big wig. Well, and I feel like a lot of, like, the, uh, like, bigger actors are just, like, older. Like, I feel like he was, like, an appropriate age. Right. Um, and he might be older than he is. He looks a lot younger. But I think it would have been maybe a little bit distracting if I was like, this, right. this doesn't make sense. Yeah. Not everyone looks like Paxton Hall Yoshida, who could be 40 or also 17. Yeah. <laughs> we're not that, ver- uh, we're not all that versatile. Yeah. And at the end of the movie. Oh, yeah. To play along with this, there was this guy sitting behind us who was having a great time by himself. He was laughing along. <laughs> As everyone else in the theater was. Yes. A middle-aged <laughs> man by themselves. <laughs> and then us. Yes. <laughs> um, but at the end... Paxton Hall Yoshida, his name comes up on the screen. Peyton, like, claps. <laughs> like, claps. We're, like, laughing about it, talking about it. Immediately after him is Jerry. So, so we're getting rowdy. Yeah, we are. <laughs> and then eventually we get up to leave, and he's like, did you guys know someone in the movie? And we were like, I was so confused because I was like, what? But it was because we <laughs> were so excited when we were We were like, give him Grammys. <laughs> <laughs> Grammys, Oscars. Oh, that's what I meant. <laughs> I mean, Grammys, too. I don't Honestly, know how that would care. work. <laughs> everything um yeah i'll give him a fucking tony for all i yeah. <laughs> yeah so he did genuinely think that maybe we knew one of these people personally and we had to tell him no we just are big fans yeah <laughs> we just love the spice girls yeah but you know maybe we could have lied and played it up a little bit honestly he would have never known jerry horner <laughs> husband or er, wife of christian yeah horner? she's kind of like a nobody i can't believe i've heard of her <laughs> um great movie it was two hours and 15 minutes Mm -hmm. and it did not feel that way no it did not feel that long at all which is good because i always struggle to sit through long movies like oppenheimer i did fall asleep briefly (laughs) um but this movie i had no issue staying awake and enjoying all of it no it was definitely paced very well they there was a lot of like parts to it because i think at first i was kind of like oh like i feel like is if all the stuff's gonna happen like you know, he's like at the thing and then he starts racing and I'm like, but I feel like there's so much more of the movie mm-hmm. left and what's going to happen. But I didn't really know the story. So I didn't realize that, like, you know, he like has the crash and then he has a whole in between part and then the whole Lamont thing. Mm-hmm. So but it was paced really well and it was a fun watch and easy to understand, like definitely not targeted specifically towards race fans. Like, no, anyone could watch it and be able to follow it definitely. and enjoy it. Um, but there were some little like easter eggs if you will that molly and i took great joy in for example (laughs) within the first like quarter of the movie maybe even earlier honestly it's his first race in a real car in a real race and 
the car in front of him catches on fire and we hear you know david harbour's telling him like this happens sometimes like don't freak out it's just a part of it and then you hear the commentators saying it's the ferrari (laughs) and you just see it i think they say it's the red ferrari which is even funnier and you just see it kind of like off to the side like from the top view and it was hilarious we were were dying damn it would be the red ferrari (laughs) they did that on purpose (laughs) that was for the f1 fans out there um yeah but i mean fun movie easy to watch um want to go over your letterboxd review again oh yes so i'll pull it up i'm not sure i know word for word even though it's very short so i gave it four stars on letterboxd as well as our little you know media roundup that we're gonna post um because i really liked it but i wouldn't say like i would ever watch again although max may make me go see it so maybe i'm lying but you know what support the film right Right, of course um and it's probably not one that i'd be like oh my god you just like have to see this but it was really fun to watch and i really liked it um and my review is paxton slay miss spice for the oscar so and that is those are my thoughts on the movie (laughs) that's as all-encompassing as it gets that's all you need to know um yeah so if you can definitely go watch it and if you can watch it with the screen x thing do that too because it's pretty cool yeah i wonder if there are like other options you know how there's like imax or like whatever the hell any 3d maybe (laughs) well that was my next question does anyone do 3d anymore (laughs) i don't think so because i think they're all like high high quality yeah and i feel like especially since covid nobody wants to put nasty 3d that's true i mean those were nasty before covid well yeah the the popcorn grease and you could feel it and they were not sanitizing them no they just dumped the bucket back (laughs) (laughs) oh it's horrifying and the amount of 3d movies i've seen so i mean that was that was like any movie was 3d basically and so obviously we're gonna pay to go see the 3d (laughs) version um speaking of our other favorite media right now the summer i turned pretty we have seen now up through episode six and you know after the most recent episode (laughs) i am still a conrad girly but i am understanding (laughs) the hype with jeremiah and what about the hype with jeremiah do you like i he's just sweet okay does he say some (laughs) awfully cringeworthy things that i might vomit a little (laughs) of course yeah but i know he says them but in my head it's not his fault (laughs) (laughs) they're making him (laughs) they somebody made him that way (laughs) um but he's just so sweet to her and like he is always there he is but (laughs) but sometimes he's always there in a not good way right (laughs) he's just around the corner with his scary blue eyes just always watching (laughs) yeah there's um the tiktoks that are like um him being like i know i was there i was watching it's so terrifying like we all know you were there yeah we couldn't miss those (laughs) those eyeballs of yours it's like they're unnatural it is crazy and also because he's like so tan in the movie yeah you know they're on the beach it's just very contrasting (laughs) um and then next note hashtag justice for sky Mm -hmm. they're making their redemption arc definitely in, in episode six yeah I think they're becoming like more a part of the group and mm-hmm. I think you were supposed to hate them at the beginning because you know their mom sucks. Yeah. Aunt Julia is awful and they just seem like they're maybe on her team mm-hmm. even though I don't think that Sky gives a fuck really. Um and it's just I think it's supposed to be this like wholesome family thing and I'm sure towards the end there's going to be this big like 
They're going to be so chill with them. They're going like, to finally talk about shitmas and f- get to the bottom of whatever went wrong. Yes. And then Sky and Aunt Julia are going to be invited to the, I almost said lake house, to the beach house. Mm-hmm. And like, they're just going to be one happy family. What I hate, though, is that why are we giving side characters like a romantic plot line? Like, why did Sky and Cam Cameron have to kiss? They are both side characters. What? Yeah. What did we gain from that? Nothing. Yeah. It's already hard enough having like the Steven and Taylor thing because we all want that to happen more than anything's happening right. with Belly. And now we're just adding this third one. Like, are you trying to distract us from this love triangle? I know. Show, you know what? Instead <laughs> of the Cam Cameron sky kiss, show me the party in the USA dance scene twice. <laughs> Give me actually the step by step like they used to do in high school <laughs> yes. musical. Oh like my Disney god! Channel. Honestly, we didn't talk about this before, but my favorite part of this um, episode was obviously the party in the USA dance scene when Milo shows up. Which I'm like, first of all, a guy like that would never. No, he would never. Like he drive all that way. It's a long ass drive. No. He's not doing that. First he, of all, his car wouldn't even make it. <laughs> it would not make it that far. And like, when did he have to leave to get there like just during the party? Like yeah. when you want to leave earlier, why would you want to get there at like 11 o'clock at night? Right. Right when they're doing the dance Like break. what if they're asleep <laughs> and don't answer the phone? Or like don't answer the door? Also, how does he have the address? Because like, she, she would have had to send it to him. So like, many the, questions. So many questions. But my favorite part was when him and Steven brawl. Because in real life, I could not think of anything more mortifying. But in a TV show, I'm like, oh, yes, let's fight for her. Let's <laughs> fight for her. Even though she was like, you're embarrassing me. You know, the, her reaction was the best part. Like, she wasn't even concerned. She was like, you're embarrassing yeah. me. You should be ashamed. <laughs> well, and she only said it to Milo. Yeah. Which, I mean, true. He didn't even know her middle name. That is true. It's Madison. Taylor Madison. <laughs> Don't ask me her last name. It's Jewel. Is it? Yeah. That's awful. Yeah, because then her and Steven are having that moment, and he's like, Taylor Madison Jewel. She sounds like a stripper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was looking a little bit like one, too. <laughs> Which is related to Boogie Nights. So we we talked previously <laughs> about... So I hope people can follow this, because we're just picking up on conversation that we already had. We talk about the, the the party theme about how what is that because supposed when to be? did they decide on that party theme and also what exactly <laughs> is <laughs> the theme? <laughs> and Belly's just wearing these roller skates. Um, and I was saying that I watched Buggy Nights this week and that there's a girl and they call her Roller Girl and she does not take her roller skates off for anything, mm. nothing. And she always showers in them, <laughs> which does seem like a hazard. And no, they do not show it, so I don't know, but. <laughs> I would imagine she gets she by. She t- <laughs> but there's a scene where she's at school and she like she of course sits in the very back and so she gets up to leave and she just like rolls out. Oh my god, that's iconic. I always wanted oh. to roller skate in like a empty school or like a building with like good floor. <laughs> a building with good floor. You know what I mean? Like the linoleum or like I don't know what the fuck kind of floor yeah um have you ever seen the mighty ducks no um so i think it's the second one it's definitely the second one they um so like after the the first one yeah i don't know summer break or something so in the second one they're they're like rounding up the team again Mm -hmm. which is like the logistics of it is funny because it's a movie so like everyone's in like different places all around the city and like one guy roller skates 
and like picks up two people and okay. then they all roller skate they pick up the next person it's gotcha. like yeah um and at the like end they're in the mall of america <gasps> rollerblading through dream. the mall of america dream Literally. scenario seriously i have a tweet um from like a billion years ago about me um that i was like i was like dream date rollerblading through the mall of america <gasps> i would die yeah i used to want to work at sonic just so i could rollerblade <laughs> Do they do that anymore? I don't think so. It's probably too much of a hazard. <laughs> That's true. But I remember when I was little that they no. still did. Mm-hmm. The good old days. <laughs> Seriously, I, I hate that. Um, Yeah, so Belly was on roller skates, which honestly, I don't think she even needed to be except for the scene with Jeremiah mm-hmm. where, what does he say? She <laughs> She trips and falls and he catches her. And he's like, you don't have to hurt yourself to get my attention. <laughs> Like bitch, and he, he says it in like the like right like a centimeter from her ear yeah. in like the deepest like whisper you could possibly like conjure. Were, were you trying to be sexy? Yeah, he was, and yeah. it was obvious. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, well, obviously that wasn't on purpose. She did not do that on purpose. Where were you at your mom's funeral when she fell? Literally, you could have caught her then. Yeah, and that would have actually been far more helpful. <laughs> True, that was a hot mess. Um, yeah, so crazy ass episode. And unfortunately, I am obsessed with Cam Cameron <laughs> and his actor, which is disgusting because I looked him up and he was born in 2002. And so that's just concerning on so we many can't fronts. can't be born in the 90s, I guess. And it's really a shame. Yeah. I mean, he's not like that much younger than you. No, like it's not illegal, but like <laughs> it still is yucky. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's yucky? He's at least 20. That's that's not that yucky. I know it just feels gross. Like two thousand two sounds like. I mean, I okay, I do agree because like the whole thing, like girls are way more mature than guys, mm-hmm. like of the same age. So like, yeah, somehow he does feel more mature. But it, it also it's a character. Yeah, I saw. You know what the problem was? <laughs> what? I saw a TikTok of like actually him, like mm-hmm. his account, <laughs> and him and one of his friends, sister, girlfriend. I don't know. They were doing that. When you know the word to the song, <laughs> sing, sing along, along, sing along. And they did, they were hilarious. And it was like, because I feel like when people do that, it could give you the ick pretty bad. Yeah. It was not icky in the slightest. Oh, that's good. And I was like, wow, that's he an can, achievement. He can pull that off. What's the opposite of an egg? A t- turn on, I guess. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> There is something severely wrong with <laughs> green flags can do the (laughs) do you know the words of the song song without making me want to vomit yeah i do love that trend oh god yeah so i mean we've only have two episodes of the summer i turned pretty left and how are they gonna fit all the bullshit in i don't know i and i don't even know how it's supposed to end no well i think that now they're so far off from the thing like i don't even Who think knows? sky and aunt julia exist in the books really i don't think so oh that's they crazy. might exist but they might not i don't think that they like this doesn't it happen. wasn't as prominent yeah, yeah. like they don't like sh- there's not a thing about selling the house like that's a whole different plot oh interesting yeah but like i said i just heard that from the internet yeah so i could be a, a little wrong we did not read <laughs> um we can <laughs> but we did not <laughs> um okay well that's kind of all we got now we need to add some paddock playlist additions because she's been neglected the last few weeks yep um and my song that i will be adding is gloria by the snuts this is a very 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 british (laughs) band you can just hear it in their little voices (laughs) and it reminds me of a very very british little man named lando norris (laughs) and that's because this week we got this incredible photo of this man post fresh haircut 
fresh dew. And I don't know how to describe, like, how do you describe the energy that that photo gives? British. British. Yeah. He, like, I don't know how to explain it. He's got this, like, black puffer jacket on. It is the the epitome of (laughs) British 20-something-year-old man hairstyle. Yes. And, yeah, you, you added a tweet to our roundup that's on the Instagram of somebody being like, he looks like he should be, like, stood outside a co-op or something, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> which also is so British. Yeah. And it's just giving that energy because the song, while it is not anything to do with that particular photo, <laughs> the first line of, his, of it is, met you at the Tesco fighting for a TV, which is is the energy of that photo i definitely think. and tesco's also very british yeah so this song soundtrack of his haircut yep definitely just the first line <laughs> oh yeah because it's a sweet song yeah it's like a love song oh, cute. <laughs> um yeah so my song is um big blind by the story so far one of my favorite bands that have not put out music for the past like five years so this is their first single in five years um, and so it's very exciting. It's like a poker, poker references. I don't play, but it's kind of cute. He's like, you put up your hearts and I put up both my aces, which I'm like, I don't really know what that means because I don't know anything, but hearts are cute. Sounds cute. And aces feel important. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's kind of what we're going with. It's a really good song. It's like pretty short, but very fun energy. Yeah. It was, a, I, you know, I'm not a massive story so far fan, not cause I don't like them just cause I never really got into them. Um, but I listened to it and I was like, this is good. And this sounds like them. Um, I will say the, when it came out the first day, um, I, it didn't release like, you know, songs get released like at midnight or whatever. They dropped it at like 10 o'clock or like noon or something. Like, it you was know like what? And respect. <laughs> I think everyone should do that. Yeah. So, and it was like a complete surprise. Like, I no, know no, no marketing. one knew it was yeah. coming. And so, um, I like I was on Instagram at work and I like, saw them post a story and it said 10 minutes ago or I didn't realize it said 10 minutes ago. But I was like, oh, shit, how long has this been out? Um, and then I went back and it was only like 10 minutes. So I was like, oh, because I got I got to get my you like you were the one of the first. Yeah. Visitors. Yeah. You probably will. And you're wrapped. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that was the only song I listened to for the rest of the day. I listened to it my whole way home. Holy shit. I was like, I need to know all the words for what? I don't know. Also, at the end of it, I was like, I'm going to get so sick of this song. But but I'm going to enjoy it for today. Right. <laughs> so now it's like my top, my most listened to song already mm-hmm. because of that one day. Yep. Yeah. Speaking of most listened to songs, <laughs> I literally the new dominic fike album front to back is my most listened songs when did his album come out early july okay so it's pretty fresh i i did just see on um snapchat that um a snapchat story thing about him and hunter schaefer's breakup oh yeah that their like relationship inspired his new album i'm sure it did yeah and it's beautiful (laughs) it's a good album and you know the horrifying realization that i had is that honestly Dominic Fike kind of is Cam Cameron oh, if he no. was raised in maybe a tough household. <laughs> <laughs> he does have the face they tattoos. They do look kind of similar. They do look alike. Um, yeah, so up next, um, we are going to do this horror show again next <laughs> week. <laughs> Hopefully it'll record the first time around. Definitely, it will. Um, <laughs> and if not, we won't be re- recording because it's not particularly fun. No. Um, so we hope you enjoyed the episode. Follow us on Instagram, pretty, pretty 
pretty please. <laughs> please, God. Please. Also follow us on TikTok, but that's a little less embarrassing. At Garage Gals Pod. Mm-hmm. And be sure to rate the podcast, too, on Spotify or wherever you're listening. Yeah. And enjoy our playlist. We made it for you guys. We work hard on that, you yeah. know? And it needs some love. And we will see you next week. Peace. Peace.